You're listening to Miss City Podcast, hosted by Lena and Daniela of Mystic Home. We created this podcast to share our passion of empowering people. We want to encourage you to find and connect with your own abilities and inner strength. Our aim is to help you breach the gap of being human and connect with your spiritual self. And by sharing our own experiences and reflections, we open up the conversation for mystical ideas and how to integrate them in our human lives. Officially recording. Yeah, I was just waiting for you to say it. So I was just looking at you and then I saw <laughs> Before we started it, I was thinking, I'm like, I forgot how to do this. And then my second thought was, like, I can't forget how to talk. Right. But sometimes <laughs> it feels like I forget how to talk. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. We've both been away. First, I was in France. And then I came back. I had my teacher's training. And then I was sick, and then you went away. Yeah, so I was you... in Budapest for a weekend. Yeah. Mm. And so now, it's been like, what, two weeks? It's been more. It must have been more. Like, yeah, it's been actually, has three it been a week? Months? No, three weeks. Three weeks. I think so. Anyways, yeah. it's been a long time. It feels like a long time. Yeah. It's fun to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. I hope you're happy to hear our voices again it's interesting because i was listening to our last podcast and i think i had a little bit of a cold before i was going as well to france where it was starting to come but i could kick it off but i could hear in the episode i was talking so slowly (laughs) i'm like what that's not how i talk so i could tell something was off so i'm going to try today to talk clearly but not like in slow-mo so it was not something wrong with the mics or with like the system, it was just me talking very slowly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So yeah. what you have to tell us? Um, yeah, so I was in France. Um, and I go there with a family every year. Uh, I go for a week. And this was the fifth year. So it was now they're, you know, great friends of mine. And I, uh, I even call them my extended family. Um, but the first year, it was one of my students, and she and her daughter came up to me, and they asked me, and like, well, what are you going to do this summer? And I said, well, I'm going to work. I'm going to keep teaching my classes, because this is my full-time job. So when I'm not teaching classes, you know, I make no money. So of course, I can take a lot of vacation, but I don't make any money. She's like, well, you know, I think I've told you we have um, a house in France, and we go there every summer, and... And we don't have any yoga there because it's very much in the countryside. It's in the middle of nowhere. So we wanted to ask, do you want to come with us? And What an you know, amazing opportunity. Yeah. And teach, like, give us some yoga classes. And I'm you're like, like uh, yes, sign me up. When do I buy the ticket? <laughs> well, but I'm like, this is, oh, okay. So, and then just a couple of days later, we talked over the phone and she got me the tickets and everything. And I went. And I was very scared beforehand because, first of all, I didn't know them that well. Second of all, going with a family, like being in someone else's house and being with them the entire time, because I'm one of those people, we talked about that a little bit before, but I like my own space, I like alone time, so I was very worried, but they're the most humble and loving people that, you know, some of the most loving people and humble people that I know, but I fell right into their family and amazing yeah and it's been like that since so now i'm really much looking forward to it every time i go so it was lovely 
So it's in the middle of nowhere. And before I got there, it had been a heat wave. But then when I came, it was just like the weather gods was with Perfect. me. So the weather was wonderful. And so do you guys do yoga like every day? Or <clears throat> yeah, we do yoga twice a day. So, uh, so it's their family. And then it's her sisters and her brothers. Was it weird? Like when you go and do this stuff, like for example, when we do, when you do retreats, you always have your own space and mm -hmm. you always like in your own and you're kind of in control of the situation. But mm -hmm. when you're going to like somebody's family and they're inviting you, is it like you're kind of like a participant and also like the yoga teacher? How does that Yeah, in the work? beginning, I thought like it would be like that. I'm like, okay, where, when should I like come in on my own? Or, <laughs> yeah. So, so how it works, they have like a separate house in their backyard um where where i have like my space so i don't live under the same roof but as soon as i wake up i go into the kitchen i'm with, there with the family so i'm with them like 24 7. but with them it's always been super easy like, and then there's I, their peoples you know there, yeah. there are those people that you just kind of like yeah you're kind of family already yeah so and i'm definitely not one of those people that would just open the refrigerator at someone else's house or opening cabinet. I'm like, eh, I'm a little bit more like Swedish in that sense. I'm like, okay. It's, in Sweden, we have uh, this saying like, well, feel at home. And I think they have that in many cultures. Mm. But in Sweden, it doesn't mean like, okay, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> But in the States, I learned pretty quickly that people are like, feel at home. They mean like, go open any ca cabinet or have any food or whatever absolutely yeah right mm. but i mean in colombia it is like that in colombia it's yeah. just like seriously i remember the first time we went to colombia with david mm -hmm. he was so afraid to like go in their kitchen and yeah. do the stuff and my family's like what is wrong with him he just i mean just go and get some water yeah. or go and go to the kitchen and you know open the closet if you need a shirt or if you need jeans yeah. and he's like what no yeah i know it's it's so different like We had a, an episode when we talked about culture, but this is one of those big things. Like, you wouldn't do that. But with this family, I always felt like... Um, I haven't felt like a guest or like someone coming there... That's awesome. ...being paid to teach yoga. Like, they very much included me. And like I said, it's hard for me to, to feel that open, but I really do with them. I think that's why it's worked so well as well. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And their daughters are like in their early 20s and then they have a son that's a little bit younger and then yeah the parents so I can hang out with everyone so in the morning me and the girls we go out for a power walk or go go running and then we go we pack up our stuff we go to her sister's house we do the yoga and then everyone's having lunch together someone's like bringing a salad someone else is bringing a smoothie and someone's bringing the protein and then we all sit there and have lunch and everything happens to go together every time we don't decide beforehand but it works Magic. so then yeah so then it's a schedule that rotates so everyone's helping out and then in the evening either we at home or someone else is having like a barbecue or like drinks or whatever so it's so nice and you were there for a week and then you came back home and you were super sick yeah i was i started getting sick then so i had been a little bit sick there but i think i'd pushed it away a little bit And then I got sick and then it started getting worse. And then I had my teacher's training and it's from nine to five. And I, I'm, you know, the main teacher. So I'm there all the time. So I just had to push through it. But once it was done, I was so sick. Yeah. So it's now it's been like two weeks and I'm still not a hundred percent. 
you know, when you heard me this morning, when you're coming to class, my, my voice was still a little bit rusty. Yeah. It was a great class of things. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, but it's still, it's coming and going. I don't know what it is. Maybe, Maybe we just need some Reiki energy. Yeah. Some Reiki love in time. Yeah. We should. To digest. Yeah. And you, what's been going on with you? <laughs> uh, oh my God, there's so much going on with me. Um, ever since you left, I feel like it's just been like, um, how do you call this? Like a, I got on a wave <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like in the peak of that wave and it's just like growing, growing start. and growing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so I want to share a little bit of what's going on because I think that he, this word inspired a lot of people to take big leaps <laughs> and to listen to their intuition for sure. So I... I think it was at the end of, no, at the beginning of July, I was teaching a class and I got this message from, from spirit that not even for a spirit, it's more like, um, higher divine beings. Mm -hmm. And they were like, drop classes, drop the classes that you, that feel that it's draining for, you know, I teach a very different style. So there are more, there are some styles that take more energy from me mm -hmm. and there are others that I absolutely love teaching. Yeah. So they're like, you need to drop the classes that take the energy from you and reduce your schedule a lot. Yeah, remember and us talking about it. That's like, if you do this full time, that's scary. It is. It's so scary. And then I remember getting out of the class like, no, I can't. I can't just quit like half of the classes that I teach. Mm -hmm. So I remember telling you that I was like, Lena, I got this message, but this is crazy. I mean, how am I supposed to? Because they... You know, we do the schedule for like uh, season. So the schedule will be uh, for spring, for summer, mm -hmm. for fall, for winter. Mm -hmm. And um, the fall schedule was uh, almost like they were asking me what what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. And, and then I got this message to drop off my classes. And I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to make it? That's my main source of income. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but the, the message was so strong. And I knew that I had to just trust and I discussed that a lot with my partner. I discussed that a lot with David. And David was like, well, if you feel like this is something that you need to do. And I mean, at the end of the day, you have a skill. So if things don't work out, you can always go and find jobs yeah. anywhere. Like you can go to another studio and get more classes. Yeah. And it's so true. We have a skill. Once you have a skill set, then you can find a job. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because no one can ever take your skills away. No, no. Okay, so anyway, so that was the first step. And I, it was the scariest thing to tell, you know, the studio that I was dropping that many classes. And then after that, I got another message that was uh, to create a lot of space, like create a space for no, for nothing. They didn't tell me for what. They mm -hmm. were just like create space. I'm like, create was a it, space for didn't, what? Didn't, yeah, I think I remember this because you told me like, okay, you, you have to create space. And you're like, for what? For what? It's like, yes. <laughs> you'll, you'll find out. Like, I will find out, yeah. Just anyway, take it but easy. They, but, they're, but they're like uh, Instagram. So mm -hmm. get out of Instagram, create a space for you. So I decided that I was going to go into a hiatus on Instagram. And it was also really scary for me because, I mean, guys, that's like my marketing strategy yeah. in a sense. Like that's how people know about what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. That's how I get my message out there. And I had a workshop coming up in August. And I was like, well, if I cannot tell people that I have a workshop coming up in August, how is that going to be filled? Mm -hmm. And I remember telling the entity, I was like, okay, listen, I'm going to take this step, but I mm -hmm. need you to help me. And I need this workshop to be filled. Like, mm -hmm. you know, not that I need it, but like help me, like show me that you're, that you're helping me out. 
So because you want to feel that you're on the right track as yes, well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Especially since you're dropping classes. Yeah. Like hello. needless to say, the workshop was booked. Yeah. Absolutely, like yeah. no problem. Uh, and we were over twenty people, and it was amazing. But anyway, so that was the second thing. And then after that, I it was your Shaktihood, right? It was my Shaktihood mm-hmm. workshop. Um, Do you want then, to talk a little bit about your Shaktihood now when we're talking about it anyway? Yeah, you guys, uh, of course, I'm, this is part of the story. I'm rebranding a lot of stuff and I'm kind of rewording everything I do, but the Shaktihood ceremonies are going to stay the same because mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I've shared this before, but the first time I was teaching the ceremony, I didn't know what I was going to do. I just kind of showed up. <coughs> I showed up and I was like, it's okay. I showed up and I was like, Okay, you guide me. So a Shaktihood ceremony, it's pretty much as if you were to come to me one-on-one. But instead of we doing it together and personalized to you, we do it as a collective. So what happens is that you and, and you know, 20 other people, I read the collective energy. And then we, everybody kind of shares where they are in their lives. And we connect that way. We move, we move the energies, we move the body and everybody receives energy and guidance and it's a beautiful thing it's like a beautiful collective uh sacred space and it's a lot about human connection is a lot about understanding that we're not alone that we are just one all together so it's an amazing time it's an amazing it's seriously so fulfilling every time after a workshop ceremony i come out and just like pure happiness like this is the reason why i do what i do i love it but so great to continue on i so after I dropped the classes, I dropped the IG and then I started to, I just kind of, you know, I've never, I'm not really into that many Facebook groups. I, yeah. I, I'm not even that a Facebook person, to be honest, <laughs> but for some reason, this is the funny thing about the things that I just get guided to do. I just started to join all these groups and I'm like, what, are you, what is going on? But I don't know. This is interesting. At the moment, it was so interesting. And I started to join all these Facebook groups and meeting all these new people and I like different types of communities different types of communities that you yes. would not necessarily go into no absolutely I mean and the funny thing is that kind of fit its purpose and now I'm like oh I don't want to like I'm kind of away from that mm-hmm. but it's funny that you just kind of when the energy is moving when I'm guiding to do something it feels like the best thing in the world yeah. and then after the purpose is done it's like okay mm-hmm. now I can chill <laughs> but I met with, I had this idea of rebranding. Everything felt, everything felt a little bit outdated. Like my brand felt outdated. My story felt outdated. Uh, The way, when people come to me, the number one feedback that I get, especially on -on one-on-ones is like, what was that? That was not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Really, in a, in a really great way. They're like, I couldn't, un- I couldn't have known that this was the experience, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. So it felt like my message was not getting across in the in the way that I that I'm moving towards. Mm-hmm. So I felt the need to start rewriting my story, and in a way, you know, it feels like I'm a very public person. I mean, especially with my Instagram, I share so so much, but. I felt and I know that there are things that I was not ready to own yet. Mm-hmm. There is parts of my story that I was still in the shadow, that I was still not ready to to share and not ready to, yeah, to tell the world about it. And this whole year has been just like owning my story, mm-hmm. owning my shadow, owning where just I come for from. For myself. Mm-hmm. And then it feels now that I'm ready to share 
Like I was talking to my best friend yesterday, actually, and I was telling her about my rebranding and mm -hmm. I was telling her how my business is changing. And she was like, wait a minute, you are a medium and you are a psychic. <laughs> Why would you not tell me this? Yeah. And I was like, well, the thing is, is that I, I didn't like I stopped it for so many years. Mm -hmm. And then now it feels like I'm a little scared to tell people what I do because I don't know how to get the right message across yeah. because I, I don't want you to think that I am up there in the clouds and then now I'm just kind of like which person or, yeah, or you you're know, above someone else yes no like a guru or something other people should strive for absolutely not I'm the same person and I want I mean, you and I, this is our mission with Mystic Home is to ground energies, yeah. to to honor our spirituality, our gifts, our intuition, and also honor our humanity. Mm -hmm. Very so, important. Very important. So, but I think that has come across in, or I hope so, in I hope our so. podcast yes. that it's not striving to be something else or you don't have to change anything. It's just honoring who you are. Completely, like so lightly. Yeah. Holy who you are. Exactly. Anyway, so so then I started to rewrite my story, and which is coming up. It's a lot of things that I haven't shared before. The reason how I, not the reason, but the way how everything kind of came together, how I went back to, to my intuitive gifts, to talking to spirit, to, you know, the way I read people also, like I'm, I'm a mirror. I'm a reflector of, mm -hmm. of what you are. So... Also, that was a little bit strange for me at the beginning to know, wait, so what I'm with this headache that I'm feeling and somebody mm -hmm. else that in front of me and it's not me. And then the mm -hmm. second they leave, I don't have a headache anymore. So all of that is coming together in my story. And I think that now that I'm able to own not only what happened, like my journey, but also I also owning, you know, this um, imposter syndrome that I have that I usually think like, who am I to say these things and I don't have enough knowledge and I don't have enough experience and there's a lot of that that I wasn't able to own yet or to even say it out loud mm -hmm. and that I'm now you know the, where I grew up I grew up in a very small town and I always felt like I wanted to be a city girl because I wanted to show the people that I was more than just than just a small town girl that I knew more than I was very intelligent. So all those things are coming up. And then within that, I also found an amazing graphic designer that I'm really excited to work with. And she's, you know, rebranding my, my, my company, my mm -hmm. personal company, Daniela Arango and what I do. And, and I think that within all this, I will be able to reach more people and not only to reach more people, but I think I'm going to be more relatable. I think that yeah. people are going to identify it even more if I wasn't even relate. Like, I think I'm very relatable, but I feel that the way I want it to be now is I want you to be empowered and to know that if I could do it, that you can do it yeah. too in your own way, in your unique process. Mm -hmm. So this sounds exciting and it's been so exciting but it's a lot of work it's a lot of work yeah it's but also another it thing lot of time. it takes time but a lot of things is for me it was really hard to um delegate stuff mm -hmm. i like to do everything i'm you I do. Oh, I really? do. I like to do everything. <laughs> and I was also telling Lena, like, we have so much to do now with Mystic Home. And I don't know everything, mm -hmm. but I learn. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's something to do that I don't know how, I teach myself mm -hmm. everything yes, and I'll get really it do. done. It's so, very inspiring. I'm the opposite. Like, if there's something I can't do that I don't like or I'm not interested in, I just don't do it. Like, I 
would outsource source it right away. Mm. Like I don't have the patience because mm. then everything else around it that I think is fun, it loses some of that like mm. happiness and value. So for me, it's like I, I I love so much just. You love creating. Learning, yeah. Learn, I love mm-hmm. learning and I love creating and I love to work. I, I really do. Which is, which <laughs> yeah, I'm, trust me. Trust which, me. She loves to work. <laughs> which now, you know, with all these lessons and with this transition in my life, I'm learning that I need a lot of rest. I need mm-hmm. to outsource a lot. And I need to, to listen to all the messages that I'm here to, to provide for you guys. Mm-hmm. And talking to another thing that I wanted to share. So I work with, this is going to be a a little bit, even though I'm saying it's going to be a little bit out there, the source, the entity that is working with me told me last night, it doesn't have to be out there. Just say whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say it, you guys. Um, When a little bit, I would say like maybe June or Mm -hmm. something, I knew that I was evolving in in my work like I knew that my work was taking a shift I knew that this that was happening now was coming and when that happened I I this is what happens with the spiritual guidance when you are going like as we evolved there we have different spirits and different um, divine beings and different entities that come to help you with the next stage of your life so they are yes they are guides and spirits that are with you your whole life but there's also entities and things like that that come and go depending on your current lesson and your the current thing that you're doing for the world and for yourself of course so i at that time i think it was in june when i realized that there was a new set of of mm-hmm. of uh, beings that mm-hmm. were with me and they started to talk to me and this was i remember telling you like lena this is just i was not expecting this yeah because um, it was so different it's so different i told lena i was like i feel like there is like more help mm-hmm. and there is like a different direction and then i started to do automatic writing and they told me that they're an entity that are here to help me um to help me share a message to the evolution of human race. Mm-hmm. And that was so out there. I'm like, what is going on? And they told me that they, there is, you know, that they're here to send me messages, mm-hmm. to give me messages to help people and to inspire people and to help. They talk about the human race a lot to help the human race to the next stage of evolution. So, and ever since they came into, like they are working with me is how all these things have happen like how i get these messages it's all unfolding together anyway last night um i had a meeting with them (laughs) laying on my bed with crystals and just closing my eyes and we were talking about certain stuff and then for some reason i asked them about the amazon you know Mm -hmm. the amazon fires the rainforest that it's on fire which is really really sad and i asked them about that you know what is what does it mean and why is it happening and because for me, when things like that happen and everybody starts freaking out, I always kind of, I take a step back and I see things like from a different perspective. Like I, I and I even wanted to send some Reiki energy to the world and to, you know, help in a, in a broader perspective. But anyway, it was really interesting what they told me about it. And they wanted me to share this with you guys. Um, they said that what is happening when, like what that is a representation of is that we the time that we have now human humans Mm -hmm. 
the the time that we have now in the world is coming to an end that we that everything comes to an end so keep the, listening because this sounds very sad but it's not yes please so keep please listening. keep listening so that they're they're saying that our time on earth is coming to an end and that we because our evolution is going so fast as human race is going so fast that we are eventually evolving to another part of the universe right but our time on earth is going to an end because everything changes and nothing is permanent per permanent Permanence. nothing mm -hmm. is permanent everything's changed. that everything changed then everything ends it's like a cycle right so It's like the same thing that when there are wars and in, in like when a human race is evolving, there is big uh, events that happen and there is a lot of people that die and there is like huge um, happenings. Mm -hmm. So this, they're not saying that it's like a war, but they're saying it's, it's like the next stage of our evolution that is, it has to kind of like... It, it happens it's so like a that tipping point a tipping point exactly um because everything is coming to an end in a sense but but they were saying that the the reason why this also happens in terms of awakening is for us to know that that's how precious our time on earth is mm -hmm. That is how much we should every single day at all times look out for the earth, look out for the animals, look out for each other because, because we are not permanent, we are ever changing. That is how precious this moment right here, you and I talking is. So the lesson, I think it's very beautiful because it teaches us that even though nothing is permanent, there is nothing more beautiful than this moment right here that we have. And that, yes, absolutely, we should strive for not stopping this um, unrevocable, you know, fact that our time on earth is almost about to end, but it's more about, you know, being really aware and really conscious about our time here like how how like beautiful yes how beautiful it is that we get to live in this beautiful planet i mean it is really remarkable so that was i hope i encompass that the way they wanted me to some things when they say things like this it's hard for me to to put it out in words because mm -hmm. it just comes as a, a knowing mm -hmm. but that's what they wanted me to share and i'm and i'm you know honored to share their insights because it gave me a sense of peace in a sense because yes it is really sad that these fires are going on that the earth is slowly deteriorating but also to know that like everything else everything is an evolution and everything is a change and looking at it from a bigger picture knowing that you know everything that happens is because we are evolving and it's because um just things things change mm -hmm. and I mean, that's how we wake up and we understand things for us to be able to evolve to the, another stage and also to know, like, let's care for each other. Let's love each other. Let's care for the animals, for the plants and, and know that we are precious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Woo. And well, then the lights are flickering yeah. because they are spirits like, and yes. beings are here. Yes. No, but Thanks. isn't it interesting what we just talked Seriously, about? Seriously, lights are flickering. Yeah. Like big time. Okay. They usually don't do that? <laughs> no, they never do that. Okay. And the other day I went to, um, I had um, a private session. I went to um, one of my students' house to give her um, 
um, Reiki session and what I do now, which is going to be called soul mirroring, a one-on-one session. And when I got to her house, um, we started to set up in the living room and she started talking and telling me what was going on with her and the lights started flickering like mm-hmm. crazy. And I just didn't say anything because it was her house. So I thought mm-hmm. that it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. But then at some point I had to stop her and I said, hey, does this flickering happens all mm-hmm. the time? And she's like, no, I thought you knew what was going on. It never <laughs> happens. And I was like, oh That's my so God. <laughs> and then fun. I was like, it's it's cool. It's, it's you know, it's, it's spirits being here. And the energy was not weird because if we wouldn't been weird, um, I would have, you know, cleansed and whatever, yeah. which I did. But it was just them telling me like, we're with you yeah. and everything is It's interesting. We talked about that in the Guides and Ghosts episode. Mm. Like sometimes there are different ways that spirits communicate and electricity might be one so maybe now you got like your okay or Mm. clearance of like this is fine what you shared absolutely but just tapping into what you said before that you know for a long time you have not been able to share fully or hiding certain parts of yourself and now you're sitting here on our podcast like sharing with the world your downloads yeah that's very that's strong and beautiful. So thank you, thank you, because I didn't think I was going. Because I, when when they told me that they were going to give me downloads and that I was going to share with the world the things that they were saying, I was like, um, okay, maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all the <laughs> fear, it, like, what are people going to think? Are they going yeah. to think I'm strange or weird, or mm-hmm. are people even going to understand or relate? Mm-hmm. And who am I? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, we had a, we had a feedback from one of our listeners and I want to address that Mm -hmm. uh, because um, she's one of my dearest students and she came to me and she was asking me that she was a little bit confused that, you know, that our podcast can be sometimes a little bit out there in, in terms of that we talk a lot about spirit, a lot about beings, about our intuitive gifts, about um, the the esoteric world Mm -hmm. and that she was... um, concerned that we weren't grounding or that we weren't um bringing this down to a digestible uh bites or to a more human um parts and i want you to tell i want to tell you guys this is our mission for lena and i Mm -hmm. and mainly is to to shine the light that we are both Mm -hmm. that for example now with this growing of my professional life like in everything that I share here, it has been as hard professionally, meaning, you know, utilizing my gifts and sharing these downloads, but as per, as hard it has been personally. Mm-hmm. It's been, you know, and I think they go together. Yeah, and growing spiritually and growing humanly go together. Yeah. And what I try to tell people when they come to me one-on-one, all the time I try to remind them how natural it I mean we're humans mm-hmm. that I'm not better than you and that you don't need me to solve your problems mm-hmm. and that's another thing that is coming as a message for my new for my rebranding that I don't think that we need fixing I think mm-hmm. that we're looking for clarity and we are looking for understanding and reassurance that we have the power and we have everything we need mm-hmm. To continue to evolve, to continue to uh, become aware of the potential that we have within as mm-hmm. humans. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that there that our podcast, you know, is is for you to 
understand us and for us to share how we've gotten to with our gifts and how we've gotten to this you know talking to spirits and mm-hmm. and talking to people that have passed and also talking to to divine beings but we also want to share what it is to for example for me to own like the the um, imposter syndrome mm-hmm. i mean when people come to me and in the past i've always felt like i needed to show them my trainings i needed to show them how much i know mm-hmm. and in sometimes for me it's really hard to say okay i want to give a course but do i even have yeah. yeah like do i even have the certifications that i need to give a course like i don't have anything to offer sometimes and and what i've gotten to know now it's like i mean i don't need to be ahead like i don't need to be a guru to be able to to share these little things and to inspire people mm-hmm. this episode we just want to quickly say that we have a winner for for the last podcast we asked you to send in a review of the podcast or share a comment and so we have the winner yes Elise Elise yay you're the winner so we'll send you please uh, send your um your address or email or how you want to receive the gift and we're going to send you the the dream set. The dream set. Yes, we're putting it together, so we'll give it. We'll send it to you ASAP. But I'll also just reach out to you, and we're really excited. Thank you so much for the support and the help and the involvement in our community. We also have for you guys a lot of opportunities to get involved and to join the community and to be with us. We have a Shaktihood ceremony coming up September fourteenth, in at Hot Yoga Malmo. And that is just human connection. There is energy work in a collective setting. So I read the collective um, energy and we spend two hours and a half together in a ceremony. It's beautiful. And we also have a moon ceremony honoring the moon, the new moon coming in September 28th. And that's going to be at studio with Lena and I um, to honor the moon, to set new beginner beginnings and to... um, yeah, to just synchronize with the moon. So for either of those, you can go to IamDanielaArango.com to go and book your spot. You can also just email us at info at mystichome.org. Or you can just send us a DM through Instagram and we will set your spot. But we hope to see you and join for this upcoming event. Yeah, but it's so interesting too. Have you realized that since like the beginning of this year when you started, like, because you were so focused on finding teachers and guides, like human teachers and guides that has all of these certificates and whatever it is, like you were looking so hard, but you couldn't really find them. You couldn't find what you were looking for. Once you stopped looking for that and looked within, all of these other things started happening. Absolutely. So for you, it was not finding someone else to guide you. It was for you to trust to trust in your gifts. And I talked a little bit about that in my class today. I was teaching this morning. <clears throat> I talked about acceptance. When we start, stop to judge if something is good or bad. We start accepting. With acceptance, there will be change. And like we just talked about, change is everything. But if you strive for change, if you strive like to find a guide, if you strive to do all of the, these things that other people are doing and you're not good enough or 
this person is bad or whatever, it doesn't really happen. Mm. But if you find acceptance, change will come. Mm. And, and talking about acceptance, for example, I remember when when I got the message of dropping the classes and dropping IG, I was like, okay, give me give me a map. Give mm-hmm. me a road. Let me know what's going on. What mm-hmm. am I doing? I want to know everything. And I went, um, I had a meeting, of course, with the entity. And then I, I, I was telling them, okay, give me, give me something. I want to know. And their message was, we are only giving you what you can digest. Yeah. If we were to tell you the whole picture, you will be overwhelmed. You will be stressed, you will be anxious, and you will be overwhelmed. Why? Because you are, I'm such a driven person and I want everything to be done tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I want everything to be done, not tomorrow, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want everything to be done yesterday. I want to do as much as I can, work my ass as much as I can. And that's why they didn't want me to do. Mm -hmm. They said, we cannot give you the whole picture. We're giving you bites so that you follow the crumbs Mm-hmm. And you enjoy everything. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, you guys, that really helped me because that time when they told me they're giving me breadcrumbs, they told me because I, I was so excited. I, I I really work a lot, but I love, absolutely love creating. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything I do, I just love it. But what they told me is, and I was so excited for to see like the end picture, mm-hmm. to see like when my rebrand is done, when everything is done, and they told me. Daniela, there is nothing more exciting, worth like there's nothing more exciting, more precious, and more important than your than this moment, mm-hmm. than this part right now. So don't jump forward, because you are going to miss out in this joy, which is the road. Mm-hmm. So, and that was actually, it made me step step back a second and, and say, listen, actually, I'm having a lot of fun right now and I mm-hmm. don't have it all figured out by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just starting to get help, just starting to, we are building a team for Mystic mm-hmm. Home. So we're getting, um, we're getting help for other people, delegating stuff so that we can create a bigger community and reach a bigger audience. And, you know, for me, it's a lot of just like Brett, like um, putting together all this pieces for the new rebranding and we don't have it all together. I mean, I go with the flow and like they say, enjoy every day of this. There is nothing more exciting than the Mm -hmm. present moment. However, Mm -hmm. it looks as messy as it looks, as I don't know what I'm going to do. It looks and as like, I'm excited for something and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also very important. But I think for, for both of us, it's like creating, it's more about the process than the end goal. So mm-hmm. anytime we read, like when we launched our first podcast, we're like, yay. But then it's like, eh. Like that's not the part that excites us the most. It's a creation. It's like the the things that happens before and seeing that big picture one day it's going to happen. Then when it happens, it's like, "Hmm." of course you're happy. Like, and maybe that's something we need to learn. I think we need to learn to celebrate stuff. I I was just telling you, like I, my workshop was booked Mm -hmm. and uh, I had so many Reiki. uh, I don't, this is you guys. I'm not going to call my one-on-one just Reiki because when you come to me, we don't just do energy work. We do so much more. We we really go deep into your soul and into your history 
and and everything. But anyway, when when people a lot more people are coming to me one on one, and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying all this, and and there are so many little wins. Mm-hmm. that I sometimes don't even digest. I just keep on going because I'm just having so much fun with everything yeah. that I think we should definitely learn how to yeah. enjoy and celebrate yeah. the little wins. Yeah, again, we should celebrate and celebrate the now. But I think in maybe this podcast is about the here and now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it's about. We're just talking and it's wonderful. Yeah, what is the topic of this yeah. uh, episode? No, but maybe <laughs> being in the here and now and connection between the human and the spirit. You guys, Again, if, you are, if you're waiting for a topic, we do have one, but I don't know if we're going to get to it Yeah, today. probably not. <laughs> no, but being in the here and now. So what, like when I first came into yoga, what was so beautiful about it was that I was in the here and now. Like there was nothing else. It was just like where I would place my foot, my inhale and my exhale. Mm. And then the movement between postures, like there were nowhere else but the here and now. Mm. That That's what got me. Like that's what kept me going. That's why I still love yoga. That's why it's now like a big part of what I do. Same thing working with energy or meditation. Like as soon as you go somewhere else, you have to remind yourself to get back. Either you get back and ground with your breath or whatever it is, if it's a mantra or or anything. But we have so many different practices teaching us to be in the here and now. And even religions focusing on like the now. Hmm. I think in every religion, it's like, okay, be good to other people or, you know, whatever you do in this life or the afterlife, like be in the now. Yeah. And it's a practice. It really It is. doesn't come natural. And everything is changing. And everything will come t- to an end. But we can't always focus on everything coming to an end. Because that's very sad. <laughs> a little depressing. No, because we were talking. So I was seeing one of my best friends yesterday. And, and we now have one friend that's sick with cancer. And, well, eh. She's not responding to the treatment. And, you know, of course, it's very sad. But and then um, extended family member of of mine, he was in an accident and died just a couple of years ago or years, a couple of days ago. And then it's not a year ago. And, you know, all of these things happening. And every time something like that happens, it reminds you like, okay, what if I knew like. I would get sick or what would I do differently? And then what we came to think about too was, but of course we can't live like we would die tomorrow. Otherwise I would do crazy things. I would probably go to the casino and like gamble or something that I would never do normally. Or like be super drunk or try drugs or whatever it might be. But that's not either a sustainable life. You have... To think about life as something longer or, but more so think about how you want to live. How do you want to respond to other people? How do you want to be? How do you want to show up in this world? Maybe not thinking that it will end tomorrow, but okay. But appreciate, it's not about thinking that it's going to end tomorrow. It's more about appreciating the moment for what it is. Yeah. Precious. For sure. And then if it's staying in for a whole day, just watching like binge watching a, a series, that's fine. But if you would think like if I die tomorrow, that would be a waste. But 
It's not that. It's, it's just appreciating yeah. 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 that, yeah. okay, I'm going to take this time and do nothing. Hmm. And it's okay to say, I want to be on my own today. I don't have to go to this party. Hmm. And it's also okay to say, yes, I want to go to that party and I'm going to be out until 5 a.m. even though I'm teaching the day after. Whatever it is. Whatever. Like, it's fine. Hmm. I am going to... Just because this is just something that I'm thinking and I'm going to maybe put you out of your comfort zone a little bit. But talking about owning my shadows and stuff, do you have anything mm -hmm. that you would like to own? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a shadow that's been with you for a while uh, that you're ready to own? Um, I think there are many shadows and they take different forms. Okay. So, But maybe we should first of all talk about like what a shadow is. Okay. Like, Or maybe we see it differently. Maybe we do. Well, I'll tell you about my shadows. The, the way I feel about shadows are parts of you that you haven't owned yet. Mm -hmm. That's a shadow. So shadow is the, the parts of you that have the biggest potential to come to light, in a sense. Mm -hmm. So meaning um, the things that we hide because we are ashamed of, but that actually when we are able to own it is going to be what people resonate the most with, mm -hmm. what people are going to be inspired to see you, like that your power mm -hmm. is hiding in the shadow is mm -hmm. a sense. And then, and then when we bring it to the light, that's like how we find our power. So when it comes to shadows for me, like I was mentioning before, like always thinking this in the, imposter syndrome of I'm just a, a small town girl and I don't know anything and to always trying to show people that I'm a city girl and that I am you know in like having to prove or having to prove myself and then the other one um that I was thinking was um what was the other one being too much being too much I haven't mentioned that you guys I was talking to Lena I went to her class today and I ended up crying in one of postures we did a lot of hip openers so mm -hmm. I just gotta say that <laughs> hip openers really get to me but I, I ended up crying because I I think this has been with me for a while and I haven't really put a pin to it mm -hmm. and this shadow has been with me for a while but I I feel like I am too much that I am I'm a if you like if you get to know me in a personal level, because it's very different when when you get to know me with my teachings and with, you know, what I do. But when you get to, when I get let somebody in my space, when I let somebody be my friend and I, you know, wholly completely trust them, I show myself. And the way I show myself is I'm, I feel like I'm a little too much. I'm very driven. I'm very self-driven, self-made in a sense. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, extremely positive and extremely optimist mm -hmm. and I have ideas I mean right and left mm -hmm. and I want to create and I want to do and I have very big ambitions mm -hmm. so sometimes I feel not sometimes but a lot of times I feel like it can come across very strongly like when somebody's talking to me and I'm telling them about ideas, about how they can change their lives, about giving them inspiration, about being positive of everything that is happening, I feel like they could feel like, oh, she's a little bit too much. She's just so much taken and she's so positive. Like, how is that that she's so positive? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like I'm happy all the time, you guys, but I'm, I just find solutions in everything. Mm -hmm. So thinking that I am too much it's been I think it's one of the reasons why I've been also not sharing my story completely because there are just parts that I'm like I'm just gonna say small I'm going to shrink a little bit to not make people uncomfortable mm -hmm. to make people um relate and to please others in a way I mm -hmm. guess but now it's like you know what 
I think that I just need to, I mean, and today I was crying about it. I was like, yes, I feel that I am too much. And, and, but is that true? And is that so, so am I going to keep on shrinking? Mm-hmm. Am I going to keep on making myself small for others? Is that Which your I truth? Think, is that my truth? And I don't think that I'm doing anyone a favor by doing that. If I don't share completely who I am, mm-hmm. then I am not serving the world in my uh, biggest potential. Mm-hmm. And that's a shadow. Mm-hmm. A shadow is when you hide parts of yourself because you are ashamed mm-hmm. and you don't use that to inspire to motivate to lift your fullest potential Mm -hmm. what do you think about shadows no but just to to respond to what you said Mm -hmm. i think maybe just finding tools how this is who you are yeah but find the tools and maybe you don't have to use all of them at the same time and just like the entities give crumbles and that way you don't have to give it all right away Mm -hmm. Because people might not be ready and people might be overwhelmed. And I think that's how I feel like people are with me that like I'm a little bit like but when I say people, I say like friends, you yeah. know, like close friends and 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 stuff like that. We're there's nothing to do with going to me one on one because when yeah. you're going to me one on one, literally you don't really get to talk I mean, yes, you do get to talk to me, but everything is so channeled yeah. that I put my like my soul gets out of the way for Mm -hmm. me to be with you so this is more about friends Mm -hmm. and about family and about um just in like my human life yeah (laughs) my human life yes yeah but you're right i mean i could i think definitely there is also a lesson to i think to integrate that shadow there are lessons like okay i just channel all that into what i do Mm -hmm. like put that into my business Mm -hmm. be as positive as driven as you know relatable as possible within my and then you know maybe when people when family friends and when people around me come for advice and then I give them advice and then I tell them what to do and stuff like that but to reserve some of that for me I mean to use it to me yeah for sure Mm -hmm. that will attract that will attract your your tribe and I never think that you should diminish so who you are like because your light is going to bring other people's light light into life mm. so i think that's and that's i think a that's gift. a work of, of the shadow work mm-hmm. um of of owning that and it's it, you know it's a journey like i said oh, we yeah. i mean i don't have it together at all and i think that every day we just get a little closer to owning yeah our our being yeah owner our soul yeah and it goes back and forth like working with spirit and working with your human self and it goes in waves too yeah. and sometimes you can't do it all at the same time Really, but but it's interesting when you said shadow work, and I'm like, okay, let's explain it because I see it a little bit differently. Oh, yes. shadow work, yeah, of course. Awesome. Um, Share. Very, you know, similarly to what you say, but many times, for me, like a shadow can be something, an experience or something that hap- has happened to you, a trauma. So let's say, like this has not happened to me, but this is just an example so people can understand. But if you were in a car accident. As a, as a young child and maybe a friend or a family member passed away. That trauma might become a shadow within you that will restrict you from doing certain things and it will reflect on how you approach the world, hmm. for example. So that could also be a shadow um, or the way you were raised, hmm. things you carry with you. 
So it might not be something that you are that in that much control of. Of course, you're in control of everything, but more so other situations that has happened to you. So, and also talking about trauma, what is a trauma? Because I went to this off the mat into the world training. I think I mentioned it before, but we did a lot of shadow work, but we talked a lot about trauma. So there, there's, there was a therapist that talked about trauma and then uh, they talked about trauma from the spiritual side as well. So anyway, so trauma, so I'm like freaking out. I'm like trauma, 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 trauma. What am I doing here? Maybe I don't have a trauma. Like, you know, I didn't have like an upbringing where we were poor or anyone was a criminal or anything like that. I'm like, oh my God, all of these people are sitting here with like real stories, real things. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a trauma. So I felt left out. Like I'm like, like trying to Sorry, look. can I borrow your yeah, trauma? Yeah, I'm like, what was yours? Can I? Yeah, like that. No, but then they explained. So, so this one teacher, she said when she was a kid, she had this red balloon. Maybe it was made up. I don't know. But then like the, the balloon burst and she was so sad. It was like, because I don't know if it was her grandma or something that gave that balloon to her and meant a lot. And maybe that's the first time that person showed affection towards her, whatever. So then later on in life, when her dad passed away, she got this like overwhelming feeling, anxiety and everything. Of course, someone passed away, but she could relate it back to that sensation she had with the balloon. Mm -hmm. So bottom line, what they explained is like a trauma can be anything. That will be a trigger. Hmm. So it could be anything. And sometimes you might not know what it is that's triggering you. Or you incorporate those those things in your life and that's just the way it is. Just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So I think my biggest shadow work that I've been working through, uh, and this is the last couple of years, and it's still the topic we are going to get into. It has to be the next one. But it's boundaries. I never been able to set boundaries and I didn't realize that. I think that. you guys, if you listen to all the episodes back, we're always like, we're, we'll talk about boundaries. boundaries. We will talk about boundaries yeah. and we haven't yet, but it is definitely coming. Yeah, we're tapping into it. So I think that's something I have, I'm now starting to, to get where I want to be with boundaries. But it's still like anytime you work with, especially shadow work, something that's been with you for a long time, it takes time. It's like a tangle. It's a couple of steps forward, some back, and then some forward the side and, back. and some to the left. Yeah. Exactly. So just reminding yourself that it's not always easy. So I had this argument actually with my mother um, last weekend. And again, a lot of things comes from when you were a kid. So, so a lot of that probably comes from like my family with boundaries. But I realized, and I, I was upset with myself because I'm like, oh, she's not like listening to me or she's not getting what I'm saying. She's not respecting me. And then it's like back and forth like that. I'm like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And then just taking a step back, it's like, well, I actually come a long way. Just realizing and accepting, again, accepting, accepting, accepting that it will be like this. We can change. And then we talked about it and we actually communicated in a way that we haven't like in a long time because usually that's the thing too communication has not like i mentioned before 
been key in growing up. Like I come from a very loving family, but you show love through actions, not words. So just for us to talk about something. So she actually called me up the, the next day and she's like, well, okay, let's talk about what happened yesterday. And awesome. now I'm 33 years old, but still it's that mother and daughter relationship where it's like, okay, she can tell me certain things, but I'm not allowed to, I'm like, we need to be on the same level. But if I don't set those boundaries, it's, I'm always going to be that little baby. Right. So, so boundaries is my big, big thing, but I'm sure there's many more and we could probably get into them. If we can do a whole podcast actually on, on, shadow on shadows absolutely, I and think like how be we've been working through them and hmm. both on a, on a human and on a spiritual level. I think we'll definitely have to like listen back to what did we even talk about in this, <laughs> in know. this pod. But I think, I think we, there is a lot of, I think there is a lot of gem stuff to, to take away from here to, to inspire you to, to own your shit in a sense, yeah. to inspire you to do stuff even if you don't have it together to also know your strengths and your weakness mm -hmm. like for example for you lena that you know okay i don't like to to do certain stuff and i don't even want to learn how to do mm -hmm. stuff so i delegate i mm -hmm. delegate i have people to help me i have assistants i have mm -hmm. people that are on my team and for me it's like okay maybe that's what i should learn mm -hmm. because uh, i like to do everything on my own and i feel like seriously i feel like i can do everything but i know that there is somebody else that can do it better in a sense like mm -hmm. if i if I delegate that to professionals, if I delegate to people and they can help me be better. Mm -hmm. And I think it has to do a lot with I'm a, I have a tendency of being a perfectionist. So it's hard for me to trust that somebody else will do it mm -hmm. as great as I think I would do it, even though I'm sure they will do it better. Mm -hmm. But anyway, to know your strictness, to know your strength, to own your shit, to own your shadow mm -hmm. um, and to also... Just trust. check in with yourself. Check also. in and yeah. trust. I mean, like Except. I said, this this um, messages from divine. I mean, I could have also said no. I could have said, you know what? I'm going to keep my classes as they are. I'm going to stay small. I'm going to do this. And when we're growing, when we're expanding, and when we're trusting, it's a leap of faith. Yeah. It is a leap of faith. Yeah, and sometimes you're ready and sometimes you're not. Mm -hmm. Maybe you would have felt like, no, I'm going to keep my classes. This is not the time. That's been the case for me many times. I'm like, no, I have to do this at this time. But or trust I that want, you think yeah. that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. for me, it was like I knew, for example, for me, I knew that it was very scary, but I knew that I had to do it. Like mm -hmm. I knew that I was ready and that it, it was the right time, the right time, but I was really scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, tears, you guys. I mean, it, there I've hadn't, I've been having to take decisions mm -hmm. and to do stuff out of my comfort zone hundred percent out of my comfort zone professionally out of my comfort zone personally mm -hmm. and when we're growing i mean we've got to get out of the cocoon yeah if if we believe it's the right moment mm -hmm. if what really is stopping you is just fear then you've got to go for it yeah gotta go just fly away girl yep reach for the stars mm -hmm. mm. well i guess yeah this I is guess, it this i guess it. but now we get to see also how it is like when we get together and just talk and and i think this might be inspiring for people too just to get together and and talk talk yeah. about everything and anything i think many times we fall into that like small talk about the weather or about our jobs or about something i'm like, seriously the worst of small talk 
Yeah, you're, I'm really you're not. not I'm, that good. Yeah. I'm not that good. I just I tune out. I'm like, okay. That's probably why you can't go to like parties and things like that where you don't where it's just a, like a bunch of people. I just I want to share this because I don't think I've told you this. I want to share this. So I was subbing for you while you were mm-hmm. in in France, France mm-hmm. and one day I was gonna go to teach for you at the at the rooftop a studio mm-hmm. here in Malmo, and it was a marathon going on. Mm-hmm. So the city was a, uh, I mean, it was crazy. It was like, you know, people running everywhere and people cheering and I'm there walking. I walked from home and I was walking and then I was walking alongside where people were doing the marathon and they were running. Mm-hmm. And so these people are running. They look like seriously, like so in their passion and in they're working so hard and this means so much for them. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, there's people like, you know, clapping mm-hmm. and you can do this. You got mm-hmm. this. You're strong. You know, this kind of like encouragement from mm-hmm. like the heart. Mm-hmm. And I started to get so emotional. This is why I'm not good at concerts. <laughs> this is why I'm not good at parties. I just started to get so emotional. I thought you were going to say I started to run. No. That would have been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. No. Anyway, I started to get so emotional. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. Mm-hmm. So pa- just powerful Mm -hmm. so i keep on walking and the more i walk all of a sudden tears crying like literally but no this is like out of i don't think this has ever that strongly happened Mm -hmm. to me i just like bawling and i was like okay and i just kind of like if people see me right now they're going to come up to me and say like are you okay but i was it was the most beautiful thing though because i was bawling of joy yeah of joy, of power, of human connection, mm-hmm. of just euphoric, like mm-hmm. euphoric happiness. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is so cool. And then it happened for like two minutes. And then after two minutes, I'm like, oh, okay. That's done. that. Done. That's that. That's done. Because I kept on walking. And after two minutes, I had gone like far away mm-hmm. from the whole big area. Mm-hmm. So when I was far away from that, I was back into... Then imagine being an empath crazy yeah literally crazy but that was just a cool experience that was just really yeah. cool so i don't know why i got into i that, don't know but... we were talking about small talk but yeah so again no I, small talk no here. small talk over here i really cannot do that yeah. so um, it's just a big feelings yeah but not not in a serious way but like it's just because it's when you when you talk about people not having small talk you think that it has to be so serious but it really doesn't no it doesn't have to be serious it just have to be like a little bit more um how do you say like with more um more oomph yes yes yeah 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 okay i think this is it for now right yes so you guys we may we are working on having podcasts every week it's something that is coming up again we are recruiting our tree or recruiting a team Mm -hmm. to help us build this community so there's a lot more coming there's more podcasts uh, coming up and more community building of but you know what let's just throw it out there if anyone is interested in what we do and want to be involved in any way if you're good at social media or if you're good at we need graphic pr design, graphic designs yeah. assistance social yeah. media we're just marketing us in in different ways and being a part of this you know if you want to get involved be part of the magic that again we don't have it all together but we have a dream we have a vision and we want to create magic so if Mm -hmm. you want to get involved and you have something to offer just send us an email shoot us an email and Mm -hmm. we'll be happy to talk and see how maybe how you can fit into this whole thing yeah that would be great 
Absolutely. Okay. Cool. If you made it to this, if you really made it to all the way here, <laughs> then like, seriously, clapping, awesome, yes. and like, please come and join the team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Have a great rest of your week. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Or talk to you. Hear talk you next time. Oh, oh. Anyway. And, and Bye. Thank you so much for turning into Misted Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know your thoughts. Leave us a review and share it with your friends who might benefit from this conversation. 